Well, good morning, church. Happy Thanksgiving. I'd like to thank you for uh, joining us this morning, and let's just pray and uh, welcome God in this place today. God, thank you so much for who you are, and I, I thank you that we get to come together on the, uh, the, a busy morning and a busy day and just set aside time to think of you and thank you for who you are and everything you've done for us. So God, today as we hear letters from, from people in our, our church family, I pray that we give you all the praise. Um, our eyes and focus is solely on you, and we never forget that we have these things because you've given them, and we are so thankful for who you are. We thank you, love you, and everybody said, amen. amen. Well, go ahead and grab a seat. Again, thank you for joining us today. There is a lot to be thankful for today as we get started. I know that um, this is my favorite service of the year, and I love that people are going to come up and people are going to share and read letters, and what else to be thankful for? I mean, it's, it's also a big divisional game today. I see some of you are mocking me right now, but um, I, I have a, a trump card. Avery, will you come here for a second? Avery, come here. Come here. This... If you want to boo me, I really hope you won't boo this one, all right? But, you know, it's just, <laughs> she, uh, she got a matching one for me, so. <laughs> I got to raise them up in the ways that are right, whatever's pure, noble, on, all those things. <laughs> Stephanie has to eat Thanksgiving outside today. <laughs> But um, in all seriousness, I'm so thankful that you guys have joined us today, and um, I'm excited to, to share this service with you guys and this tradition that started um, back when I was working in California and the one that we've adopted up here. Now, we don't always do this, we don't ever do this, but um, you see this ancient relic that was passed out on the way in, the, the church bulletin that, that died many years ago. This is the one service I do it because I, I, I have a fun tradition that I like, and it's a, a reading in, in response. So what I'd like us to do this morning, just kind of to prep our hearts and our attitudes and get our mindset on um, the spirit of thankfulness, I want us to do this reading in response. So if you look on the back of your bulletins, I will read the first line, and then the bolded lines are your response, and then the last line we'll all say together. But I'd love for us to do that and read the psalm together this morning. So it says this, I will give thanks to the Lord with all my heart. I will be glad and exult in you. Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Come before him with joyful songs. It is he who made us, and we are his. Enter his, thanks, enter his gates with thanksgiving. Give thanks to him and praise his name. His faithfulness continues through all generations. What a, what a great psalm of the goodness and greatness of our God and to remind us how much we have to be thankful for, for who he is and what he does. So this morning what we're going to do is I'm going to invite people up to share letters that they've written to God about what they're thankful for. And when I call you, I'll call you up two at a time, have one of you come up. Stand up here at the podium, and I have a microphone for you to use here. And if it's your turn to wait, just kind of stand off to the side, and when they're done, come up, and then I'll call the next couple people up. And I'm excited to, to hear from you guys, and let's have a great morning together. Sound good? So first, I'd like to welcome up Paul Becker and Robbie Mettler-Stern.
My printer didn't like me this week, so I have to read it from my tablet. Sorry about that. Hopefully I don't lose it. Dear Lord, it's been a few years now since I was born, and I have been doing some reflecting on the years since my beginning. I am thankful, Lord, for the people you have put in my life during those years. Since I was little, I have wondered about who you were, are, and spent a lot of time scared to death of hell. I didn't understand hell, much less much of anything else that grown-ups were always talking about. But Pastor Toll preached hellfire and brimstone, and I was a regular at the altar. I did not want to go to that place he was talking about. I have no idea how many times I found myself at the altar, sweating and feeling the flames licking at me, but there I was. If I got home from school and no one else was there that should have been there, I was sure I'd been left behind. Those were dark years in my memory, and I began to want to know what the Bible said and how I could know it was true and what I was taught was true. God had people. All the way through junior high, you knew me and had your eye on me, and sometimes your hand, which really looked human. My father was away one particular Sunday, and I decided I was not going to go to church with my mother. I don't know how to make that quiet. <laughs> I was done with this church business, and I was not going to go. I was brave. I was brave. My father was not home. I, like so many other times, did not think this through very far. I was going to be my own man. My mother, without hesitation, said, that was fine. She would call Mrs. Mueller, and we would go from there. I and, my, I and none of my friends dared even think about crossing Mrs. Mueller. She was not one to trifle with. In any way, she'd take you apart, and good luck finding missing pieces. I went to church. It was a rebellious time in my life. I was running with wannabe tough guys, and I can't tell you how stupid we all were, but we were stupid. Some of the people you put in my life were like bumpers and paddles in a pinball game, kind of. They bumped me, and sometimes they paddled me, but they kept me pointed in the right direction. High school was so much fun, not, but in high school I found the Baptists. I found out you could be cool and be Baptist. This is like saying I could be a Christian and be cool all at the same time. Thank you for those Baptists, Lord. All this time I was struggling with knowing what is true, Lord. Uh, I remember in biology class, evolution or creation was a biggie and it was, hmm. Thanks, Jeff. <laughs> uh, a, uh, evolution or creation was a biggie, and it was also foundational for me. My biology teacher would hang by his arms in the doorway and talk about how we all came from monkeys. My sarcastic self wasn't buying it. Maybe you came from a monkey, but I didn't, Mr. Anderson. I really had to wrestle with that one and finally decided on the obvious or I wouldn't be standing here reading this letter to you, to you in front of these people this morning. Uh, I think that was all you though, Lord. You opened my eyes and my mind and poured some of your logic and reasoning in. I remember asking Pastor Legg how to study the Bible. He was another hellfire brimstone guy. My res his, re his response was to just read it and you will learn. Well, yeah, I guess that would help to read it, I mean. But you had someone lined up for me, some crazy guy from the country of Tennessee, complete with the hillbilly twang. 
Stuart spent a lot of time working with me and we studied and I learned so much in the short time we had. Thank you for sending him to me. Down through the years, Lord, you have taught me about yourself by using people and hard times and whatever else was available. The bumper paddle effect was and still is an effective way with me. But I studied and worked my way through Instay. You used Nick and Leona, Pastor Chris, and everyone else who was part of, my, part of any of my classes to bump and paddle me as you drew me to yourself. My wife Susan, with her patience and being smarter than I will ever be, has been a huge part of keeping me on course. I think sometimes she looks at me and in her mind is saying, really, again with the questions? We went, all, we went over this already. Yeah, I know, but I've got to hear it again. Thanks, Lord, for the patient guides in my life. They're basically everywhere and probably everyone I ever met. Okay, let me get this thing out here. Oh, sure, now you're going to go abandon me and make me stand up here by myself. <laughs> Dear God, good morning and happy Thanksgiving. Thank you for this Thanksgiving day and this morning, even though it is awfully early in the day to be talking to people. You've blessed me in so many ways and so many times over the course of my life. I cannot count. Thank you for each blessing. I will try to include some of the highlights. First, I want to thank someone who is not here, uh, Krista Lasarella. Some of you may remember her. She used to attend this church. She is the one that brought me here and brought me back to church after several years of not attending. I would like to thank my parents, Bob and Kay Spencer. Thank you. They loved me as though I was the most precious thing on this planet. And of course I was. <laughs> but I did have to share with them my brothers, Jim and John. They were OK too, but they were boys. My folks gave me the best upbringing that I could have ever dreamed of. I'm a child of the 50s. So think of the show Happy Days. That should set the pace. They had a store, and we lived in an apartment above it. They were always there for us, whether we liked it or not. I remember at Christmas when John, my younger brother, and I were both sick with the measles and mumps. I don't know, we were four and five or three and four, something like that. We were unable to join the large extended family for the celebration. The large extended family at that time was about 50 people. My mother had us making Christmas cookies that we could then send to the party so we could feel important and included. Thank you for that. When I was eight, I broke my leg. Had a plaster cast that encompassed my entire leg. Remember that I said we had an upstairs apartment? I was scared to death of those stairs with that huge heavy cast. My father was not a large man. Think Roger Forsythe. Nor was he especially a strong man. But he carried me, this pudgy little eight-year-old girl, in her giant cast, up and down those stairs countless times for two months. Thank you. A great man he was. 
Fast forward to high school, I told my parents that I wanted to be married to one of the boys that worked for them at that store. He was the quarterback on the football team and was quite handsome. I would, wait until I, I would wait until after I had graduated from high school and had my 18th birthday. They had their reservations about it, but still gave me a big church wedding. Thank you. That marriage did bless me with two children, Christy and Doug. Thank you for them. I'm so very, very thankful for them. My parents' misgivings about the wedding were not misplaced. The marriage lasted all of four years. My parents were the best. My thanks to you for giving them to me go beyond definition. Thank you, God. Then, in 1976, I met and married my second husband. You saw fit to bless me with another daughter, Dawn. Thank you. But again, the marriage did not work. Not all was lost. During that time, I did secure gainful employment where I happily stayed for the next 32 years. Thank you. During my career, I met Eric. He was both a blessing and a curse. We were married for 33 years. They were good times, thank you. He was not always nice to me and sometimes verbally abusive. But then I had already walked away from two marriages, so I felt compelled to stick this one out. The day he died, I was both relieved and in shock. I could not believe that he had actually died. I was the one that was supposed to go first. I'm the one that's sick all the time. Um, and I always believed that the doctors would make him well again. But that meant that the battles would begin anew. But that did not happen, and thank you. My older daughter had a son. I was able to be there when he was born and chosen to give him his very first bath. What great memories. Thank you. He is now the father of my two great-grandchildren who are eight and six. Thank you. The three of them did live with me for 10 months after his then-girlfriend kicked him out. I'm grateful that I was able to help. They moved out in June. For that, I am grateful. Thank you. I've had the privilege to work with and know so many wonderful, incredible people over the years. I've had the privilege to travel to many countries and enjoy and admire their people and landscapes. I'm able to volunteer at Mary Bridge Children's Hospital and help the kids with distractions and diversions to take their minds off where they are and why they're there. Thank you. I am able to volunteer at the Tacoma Pierce County Humane Society where I get to work with dogs and spend quality time with them. Thank you. I am a member of Celebration Church. Thank you. I've made a few friends. Thank you. I live in a nice house, in a nice neighborhood, in a nice city, in a nice state. Thank you. I'm surrounded by the beautiful landscaping that you have so lovingly created for us. It surrounds us. Thank you. I am physically and mentally strong for an old broad. 
Thank you. You have shown me your love and grace so many countless times. Saying thank you is not sufficient to express the love in my heart or gratitude that I feel for you. You are indeed our king. Loves, hugs, and kisses, Robbie. I'd like to invite up Jeff Pelkey and Eden Campbell. Dear Lord, admittedly the idea of reading a letter I've written to you in front of a congregation is a bit overwhelming. My initial thought was to utilize a prayer that my daughter has authored and then move on with the day. The prayer goes like this. Thank you for my food, my family, and everything you give me. Amen. And then we eat. So, while I may not be using those exact words, I am following your lead and keeping things simple. Very simple. Thank you, Lord, for revealing yourself to me. I am most thankful for the way that you are able to make yourself known to those who are seeking you. I would suspect that, like me, they often don't know or think they are seeking you when, in fact, you are the only answer that makes any sense. I thank you and appreciate the impact you have made in my life simply by revealing yourself to me. You have given my life a new level of purpose as I am now able to fully engage in the success of those around me. I hope to do so in an effort to live in accordance with your will. I know that I will fail at this task daily, but with your grace and oversight, I also know that I can be successful in my mission to lead a faith-based life for my family and my community. Thank you, Lord. Amen. That's my speech. things a little tall. <laughs> Dear God, I'm thankful that you step in when I'm hurting to lift me up. At first, full-time running start online was great, but then I started getting really lonely. Pan hadn't started up yet, and all I had was youth group once a week. I didn't get a real first day, and while all my friends were making new friends, I was just sitting at home. But there was a day where I was really upset. I went to my room and was about to cry when my phone started to ring. I took a deep breath and answered it. It was my friend Samuel wanting to know if I wanted to go rock climbing. Now believe me when I tell you I'm not athletic or physically strong in any way, and this man was wanting me to do something that required quite a bit of upper body strength. I hadn't been rock climbing in years. I was sick to my stomach that I would fall and totally embarrass myself, but I asked my mom anyway. As you all may have guessed, she said I could go. Within a half hour, I was on my way to a rock climbing gym. Another time I was feeling lonely, I got a call from him once again and within a half hour, I was on my way to the fair. He was always, he always just seems to know. It's totally a God thing. I told him, do you realize that every time I'm feeling down, I always get a call from you? He said he must have magical powers or something. God, you place people in our lives for seasons, whether they end up leaving or staying. When I was feeling lonely, you used my friend to remind me that I'm never alone. That when we are telling ourselves isn't enough, you get rid of that lonely feeling. You step in because you don't like to see us when we're down. Lord, thank you for placing people in my life when I need a gentle reminder. I asked you to heal my loneliness, but you did so much more. You met my emotional and physical needs too, knowing I needed them and didn't need to ask. You just knew like you always do. Lord, thank you for my mom. I'm a very emotional person, but she always knows just what to say to make me feel better. There was one time I was about to lose it while working on my AP paper, and she said, get dressed, we're going to Red Barn. We never go there to visit the booths, but it was close and a change of scenery. When I'm upset but don't know 
but don't want to say anything. She rolls with it at first, giving me time to process. But then once everyone's in bed, she sits next to me, grabs the remote, and won't play the movie until I tell her what's up. She lets me cry, but then points out what I need to hear. She gives me more to focus on than just what upsets me, reminding me there is a whole lot more to the picture. I love that I get to spend my evenings with her. We'll put on a movie or paint or something to make a treat. She even gets me to work out, and I hate being active. Everyone calls me a couch potato, but at least I'm being productive, right? Thank you for my, the siblings and nieces and nephew that drive me crazy. A bad day can turn around as soon as the kids run in the door. When you hear those footsteps, you know you got to suck it up and get playing. It's a good distraction. Thank you for Lakin, who will drag me to do anything with her when I'm feeling a little off. Thank you for my dad and my brother that have saved me from failing math. Thank you for my friend, Samantha. Whenever I'm having a bad day, she'll make a sweet video about me and send it to me. She'll even be like, we're having a sleepover this weekend and doesn't give me an option. Thank you for putting people in my life that have my back, that know when I need a distraction or have the skills that I lack to help me through it. It's amazing how people with different skills and gifts you have given them are placed in my life that are able to save the day when I need them. You breathing life into me through them. It's amazing how you stretch me beyond what I think I'm capable of. You place me in the exact environment I need to thrive. When I was in seventh grade, I wasn't going to a youth group. Someone convinced me to try it out. Then I became a regular attendee. When I first started going, I never thought that one day I would be a part of the youth leadership and leading prayer and games and even helping plan our events. When I was first told I had the choice of leading prayer or games, I was leading towards games. Prayer felt so intimidating at the time. I prayed over it for about a week, and I knew that choosing to lead prayer would help me grow in my faith, so that's exactly what I did. This church has helped me in my walk with you more than I ever could have imagined. I went from a VBS camper to the next year being group leader, as well as being a part of leading the worship. I have been so blessed by this church and the people within it. Thank you for always knowing what I, where I was capable of going and coming alongside of me to get me there, leading for me to follow, coming alongside of me to guide me, and walking behind me to keep me going. I can be kind of stubborn, so I appreciate the help. Sincerely, Eden. Can you believe that just a few days ago, Eden told me, I don't know what I'm going to say. <laughs> I'd like to invite up Caden Reeman and Carson Padgett. Dear God, I want to first start off and say thank you, Lord, for all of your guidance and comfort throughout the past few years. With so many things to be thankful for, it's hard to find a place to begin. I'll start by saying thank you for my wonderful family. Thank you for gifting me with the perfect mom, dad, and brother. I'm thankful for my mom and how she always seems to understand me despite whatever I may be going through. I'm thankful for my dad and how he teaches me to be the very best version of myself that I can. I'm also thankful for my brother and his ability to always make me laugh. You've truly blessed me with a perfect family, even if I don't realize that all the time. I also want to thank you for my friends and all that they do. I thank you for my friends that pray for me and support me even through tough times. I'm also thankful for the friends that have become more like my brothers and sisters. I also thank you for the friends I've made at youth group and how they welcomed me and made me feel at home despite having moved a few months prior. I'm also thankful for my youth for youth group itself and how it has helped guide me on my walk with you. Additionally, I'm thankful for the opportunity that I had to go to youth camp this past summer. I can see, now that I look back at it, that youth camp was such a blessing. I thank you for all the fun games and events, but I'm most thankful for the way you moved in me and everybody else at camp. It was amazing to witness so many lives changed by your hand. The seven-hour car ride was definitely worth it. 
Finally, I'm thankful for, well, you. I'm so thankful for your guidance, support, and most of all, forgiveness. Thank you for never leaving me and being there when I needed you most. Whenever I'm stressed or overwhelmed with everything going on, you provide comfort and help me see the light in the darkness. You always remind me that my favorite verse is never wrong. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. So to sum it all up, I just want to say thank you. Dear Lord, I am thankful for all that. Thank you. Stand up. Stand up. Stand up. Stand up. Stand up. Stand up. All the way up. All the way. Do it. There you go. Yeah. I know you probably were told not to stand on chairs. <laughs> Dear Lord, I am thankful for all the things you have blessed me with. For example, I am thankful for the courage you give me, my fun family, my cozy home, the plants and trees because I really do love nature, the yummy food you bless me with, bless us with, and most important for my life. I love you, Lord, and I'm forever grateful. And I'd like to invite up Katie Farmer and Charlie Bernard. Dear God, if I would have been asked to write this letter five years ago, you know that it would look much different than it does today. I'm not supposed to cry yet. Okay. Up until then, I knew, um, although I had trials, they seemed to hit one at a time, and I had the capacity to walk through them without them rocking my world. Somebody else read my letter. <laughs> it's not that I had a perfect life by any means. <laughs> okay. It's not that I had a perfect life by any means. My mom's cancer diagnosis, deaths in the family, multiple miscarriages, financial stresses, relational tension. I was affected by these things, but not in a life-altering way. You were there through it all, held me in the hard times, and helped me move forward in each situation. I was super busy with multiple jobs, active kids, hosting international students, and a very full life, and I loved every minute of it. I remember people asking how I was able to do it all. And my answer was, it's easy when you love everything you do. And that was the honest truth. I remember feeling guilty that my life had been so uncomplicated and wondering what I had done to deserve such contentment. I was reminded of your goodness time and time again and lived in constant gratitude of the blessings you were giving me and the joy that you filled my heart with day in and day out. And then came a new season. My kids were growing up. <laughs> Charlie, you want to trade letters? <laughs> okay, I'm all right, I'm all right. Um, my kids were growing up and they didn't rely on me in the same way that they used to. Several of my closest friends and mentors moved away. Our church went through multiple pastoral transitions. I was feeling a little lost. 
and I wondered if I was even doing what I was meant to do. I had a private pity party for several months, and then right about the time you helped me find a new rhythm, the world shut down in 2020. These past few years have had many challenges, and unlike before, they seem to hit back to back, not leaving me much time to recover in between. I was tired, overwhelmed, and anxious. I found myself questioning things I had always been so certain of. Things that used to bring me joy had become my biggest stressors. And I didn't know what I was supposed to do, but you were there. Through it all, you provided the stability of my family, my friends, my coworkers, and my church family. I prayed a lot, and you gave me the strength to press on and the confidence to know that I was right where I was supposed to be. Lord, I'm writing this letter today to thank you for your faithfulness. You have always been faithful to me, to my family, to this church, to Celebration Kids. When things get hard, I'm quickly reminded of how faithful you've been in every season, which makes it so much easier to believe that the good things will lie ahead. Thank you for your guidance, for putting people in the right place at the right time to walk through life with me and share the wisdom that I need to hear in that time. Thank you for your word, that it is a light into my path. I know that we talk a lot through prayer, but I really want to be more consistent in reading your word and hiding it in my heart like I used to. Thank you for this new season that I'm in. The anxiety is gone. The stressors of this past few years are a thing of the past, and I'm starting to feel that joy bubble inside me again. I'll continue to ask you for wisdom at work, at home, and in my community because I know you have good things for me. Please open my eyes to see how to best support those around me when they are going through hard times of their own. I know I will face more challenges in the future, but my faith is stronger than ever, and I will stand firm in the truth that you love me and want good things for me. Finally, thank you for being a God who allows relationship with his children. I can't imagine walking through life without you by my side. Thank you for listening to my prayers and for t talking to me throughout my day as we interact in big and small ways. You make me smile. You bring me peace. You give me strength. You are a good, good father. Thank you. Your daughter, Katie Joy. I am not going to promise that I won't also cry. <clears throat> Dear God, I have so much to be grateful for that I'm worried I'll write you a book, not a letter. I'm grateful that Paul and Susan's daughter, Heidi, invited us to Celebration Center. Celebration Center quickly became home. The college ministry called The River helped shape me as a young man. It was so important to me that I proposed to my girlfriend in front of our youth group. <sighs> New Year's 2001 at Paul and Heidi Jacobson's house. I'm so grateful for Pastor Chris who is there as we dedicated our three children. <sighs> Thank you to the in-state program, Paul, Susan, Pastor Chris, that allowed me as a young, a young man, poor and busy, to receive training in theology. I'm so grateful for Pastor Chris leading mission trips to Mexico and taking me under his wing for two years and training me 
to lead them, as these trips would become the highlight of my year for around a dozen years. I'm so grateful for all the families that we got to build houses for and how we were blessed far beyond the blessings that we ever gave. Fast forward to 2019. Our family had moved out to Roy, and we felt like we needed to find a church that was closer to our home and our community, so we left Celebration Center. It proved to be very difficult, uh, and I started to wander away from you. I started living more for myself and less for you as I faded into the background of a new church and eventually stopped going altogether. I still believed in you and tried living the way that you wanted me to, but I really wasn't following you like I should. I'm thankful for the Holy Spirit who continues and continued to whisper in that still small voice even when I was running from you. However, among other things, the stress of moving, COVID-19 completely changing everything, and the challenge of raising our two teenagers and one preteen, in September 2021, my marriage ended. That could have been the end of my story, but in many ways, it's just the beginning. I heard a quote that said, coincidence is God's way of remaining anonymous, but I believe that it's your way of communicating with us so clearly that it's undeniable that it's you speaking. Paul Becker invited me to join a small group at Celebration Church around a month after this happened. He told me there was a new pastor who was leading and gave me his number to reach out. So I called him, and he agreed to do lunch with me. My first interaction with Pastor Dustin was at Mazatlan. I'm sure not the very best first impression. I was broken, confused, angry, but committed to seeing my family restored. He patiently listened to me, even sharing some of his own story, and he welcomed me into his group, even though he wasn't my pastor. I'm so grateful how you brought Dustin, Clint, John, Jeff, Adam, Josh, and Josh into my life immediately, and how kind and uplifting they were to me. He later would add Stefan, who was quickly becoming a dear friend. The support I received from what were just acquaintances at best would in many ways sustain me through some very, very difficult times. It's time for the first coincidence you used. Pastor Dustin would invite me to go on a mission trip. Turns out his former church had been going to the same mission in Tijuana as we had gone for years. God put together a small team, but that trip had an immense impact on me. I'm so grateful for Dustin, Aurora, Maddie, Delaney, Ashley, Theoden, and Caleb. Besides Dustin and my son Caleb, I really didn't know the other team members, but you used them mightily in that small group setting to remind me that you have purpose for me. After we got back from Mexico, I really wanted to make sure that I was not just back at Celebration Church because it had been home for so many years and was comfortable. One of my favorite worship songs that I learned in Spanish is I Could Sing of Your Love Forever by Delirious. And I had been singing that song all week. And then Josh used that song in worship at church the same week that I was struggling with knowing where you wanted me to be. What a coincidence. You couldn't have spoken any louder to me that morning, and I'm so grateful for Josh's listening to your prompting to sing a song that probably hadn't been sung in years. In October of 2022, I was really struggling, and uh, becoming, I was becoming more and more clear that reconciliation wasn't going to happen. 
So I went for a drive and ended up at Tanwax Church, and there's a bench that overlooks Mount Rainier, and uh, next to the bench, the verse Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30, come to me all who labor and are heavy burdened, and I will give you rest. I pray that if there was any unbelief in me, that we find it and we deal with it. Later that night, I spoke with Pastor Andrew and shared that struggle with him, uh, but that I had been reminded of Peter's words in John 6, where he said, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. I didn't mention anything about the verse on the bench, but the next day, he sent me a text, and at the end of the text, it said, have a Matthew 11, 28 through 30 filled day. I was shocked. I shouldn't have been. What a coincidence that you would put that verse in two places within two days from two completely unrelated sources. That same month, Pastor Dustin challenged us to be generous. Although it was the last thing I thought I was capable of, I prayed to you the following Monday and when I, uh, when I got to work at 9, at 9.30, I got a call from the blood bank asking for donations. Sure, they call about once or twice a year, but what a coincidence that they would call that morning. I knew it was you, so I said, give me your first availability and take whatever you need most. I would donate platelets that Wednesday. It was that afternoon that I received the notification that the divorce had been filed and the initial hearing would be the following day. Looking back, I know that you used that, the challenge and the act of generosity to remind me that I still have value. It's been a long two years, but I can say that you have given me hope, you've disciplined me, you've given me forgiveness, you've given me the ability to forgive, you've shown me generosity, kindness, and you've given me purpose. You have surrounded me with countless people who have encouraged and cared for me. Even though these have been the worst two years of my life, in many ways, they have brought me closer to you, and I'm so grateful that you don't leave us broken, but you gently restore us, and you use other broken people to come alongside us. I could have just read a list of names who have, uh, you have used to touch my life, and that I'm forever grateful to you and to them. Roger and Michelle, Tana, Donald and Jamie, Pastor Stephanie, Dana accepting me into her yoga faith group, Chelsea letting me help with VBS, Jeff and Ramona Farmer going out of their way to ask me how I'm doing, just to name a very, very few who've touched me. I'm also grateful that you are starting to use me to come alongside other people who are going through hard times and that you have given me a testimony and some wisdom to minister to them. Mostly, I'm grateful for the coincidences that you used to speak clearly to me when I was in my greatest need. Thank you. Would you stand with me? I'm going to read this to you as we uh, close today. Psalm 136, 1 through 3 says, Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. Give thanks to the God of gods. His love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord of lords. 
His love endures forever. What a great God we serve. And um, I hope that you guys were as blessed by the letters as I was today. Um, There's a reason this is my favorite service. I think there's so much value in just saying thank you to somebody. And getting, hearing people come up here and say thank you to God for so many things always refreshes and restores my soul. So my prayer for all of us today is that we have a great Thanksgiving. We thank God for all we have. And um, go Niners, I guess. I mean... <laughs> You guys, you guys are loved. Let's have a great day. Let me pray for us as we dismiss. God, thank you so much for today. I thank you that there's so much to be thankful for. Um, in, in the midst of all the, the chaos that can ensue, God, we can look at all the things around us and just say thank you, God, for, for our homes, for the food, for, for our clothes. Just We can look at anything, God, and just say thank you for who you are, and we can easily see how your grace and love has just shined down on us over and over again. So, God, thank you for today. Thank you for this church, and I thank you that we get to celebrate you, not just here, but as we leave and go home as well. We thank you, loving everybody said. Amen. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Thanks for coming today.